Today's episode of the podcast is brought to you by the cowlot.com. You've heard me talk about them on the podcast before. I had the owner, Glenn Orms, on the show. If you're looking for a new cowboy hat, and I know you are because you're listening to this podcast, the cowlot is the place to go. Glenn is uh, a stickler for getting you the right fit and getting you the right shape and customer satisfaction and service is the utmost of importance to those folks over there so head over to the cowlot.com order yourself a new lid you're going to love it uh, tell them dan at the modern cowboy podcast sent you i wanted to take a moment to uh, just thank all the listeners all you out there that uh, listen to the show dm us leave us reviews it's, we just we really appreciate it appreciate your support uh, i just wanted to read something here from a a listener that DM'd us here just recently, um, his name's Cabe, and he says, Hey there, Dan. Wanted to say I appreciate your podcast like no other. I have never been into podcasts much, and since I found Modern Cowboy, it's all I listen to. I'm just getting out of college and working on a ranch in South Carolina, but I've struggled figuring out what path I want to take with both cattle and horses. Your podcast and those you have on it have truly been an inspiration to me and what I dream to do. Keep up the good work. I appreciate what you're doing. Thanks, Cabe. It's just we get messages like that all the time, and we just we really appreciate it. And I just I want to acknowledge you know all of the all the people that follow and support the show, and uh, we thank you very much. And uh, if you hadn't had a chance yet, hey, head over to iTunes or Spotify or website or wherever you listen to podcasts at, and uh, just uh, leave us a review. We'd really appreciate it. I want to give a big shout out to my wife uh, Stephanie. Steph's just she's got a real love for people and back in 2018 she had an idea she wanted to start a company where she could find a way to bring hope and encouragement along with giving from the heart to others after a couple years of just trying to figure out and, and a lot of prayer she's finally had launched it now and she kicked it off with uh, with a graphic tea and this tea is called the Stacy's tea it's inspired by uh, her good friend Stacy, who was diagnosed with stage four cancer. She's a single mom with five kids, so it's a really cool tea. You can go to www.perseveranceu.com, and that's the word perseverance with the letter U at dot com, uh, and you can see the tea. One hundred percent of the profits go to Stacy and her family. There's, there'll, there'll be more of these inspirational teas to come they'll be named after actual real people that are fighting the fights of life that we all have i don't know anyone whose lives haven't been affected by cancer or some type of horrific disease or illness so check that out and and if you're able to help you get a, a great tea and we just ask that you would keep stacy and her family in your prayers where are you cowboys and cowgirls at Hey everybody, this is Dan Hillenbrand and welcome to Modern Cowboy, the podcast for the cowboy lifestyles and businesses around the world. I'm glad you're here, so sit back in your saddle and prepare to be inspired, motivated, educated, and entertained as I interview a new guest each week that embodies the modern cowboy. Make 
the saddle and the stage I don't know nobody, nothing Everything I got's my own Some say I'm just a band to the bone I'm a cowboy, yes I am I was born to rope and ride Hey everybody, welcome to the Modern Cowboy Podcast. Uh, really excited to have my guest on today, Aaron King. It's uh, kind of interesting how we met, really, I think for the first time, was just recently in a photo shoot that we ended up being in at her place. So we're going to talk about that and a lot of other things. But anyway, Aaron, welcome to the uh, podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be on. Yeah, so it's 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 kind of interesting how we met. I mean, I, I'd met Brandon before, and I knew you guys were, were building a place out there, um, outside of outside of town, Wickenburg here. And then yes, uh, had uh, had a, a photographer reach out to me that they were looking for a place to do a photo shoot for some some team roping practice. So anyway, long story short, we we ended up at your place, and it turned out super cool. And we had a great time. Interestingly enough. Uh, like I do many times, I show up at somewhere with just a a, a rope and uh, <laughs> ride somebody else's horse. And I had the opportunity to ride uh, one of your guys' horses, that Romeo, which was just an amazing, amazing little pony. I mean, way above my skill level. I know, I think you, you turned just about every steer for me. And I think I had two feet in the loop maybe once, but I, I never dallied on anything. But uh, anyway, it was a great time. And then we had a great, great time out afterwards with Chris and Clint and, and everybody else. Uh, so uh, that that's kind of how we met, and then um, just recently, I, I, I gotta I gotta ask you about this too, because just recently, then you posted a video making a run, um, and I, I don't know if that was on your barrel horse or somebody else's, and you went down, I think, on the second barrel, was it? Yes, I did. I know it was a, it was crazy. Yeah, and and the thing was, is I mean, your foot was almost hung in the stirrup. So, I, did you, were you injured at all, or what ha- what happened you know after what? that? I, so um, to go back to your to the conversation about uh, meeting first, very 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 fun. And I again I thank you for coming for introducing us to everybody. I mean it was an absolute blast and the pictures were perfect. So thank you for that. And I'm glad Romeo was a good boy. And I'm glad I I um, was lucky enough to catch a few steers for you because you did great. <laughs> well, you made you made me look good. Great, Stephanie was awesome. Oh yeah. Well. You guys are awesome, and we are as thankful for you as um, you were the cup. So, thank you again for that. And that wreck was just, that was amazing. Yeah, no, I um, it was an eye opener for me. Um, I have been doing this a long time and riding horses for a very, very long time, and I've had my definite fair share of bumps and bruises and um, getting bucked off and all that stuff. But I can honestly say it's the first time I've gone completely down, um, and it was really tight quarters in there so it could have been really really bad and I for sure had um, angels with riding with me um, you know you see posts a lot that that people say angels are riding with you or or whatever but they, they truly were and I'm very very thankful and blessed and I I sprayed my ankle a little bit and kind of got a bruised knee other than that I am perfectly fine my horse is fine and um, we're lucky very lucky yeah thank, thank goodness because that that was 
uh, a heck of a wreck, and then and, and then your foot was in the stirrup right at the last moment too, and 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 thankfully that came out as well. But uh, glad you're all yes, right. Yes. Yeah, and you know that was it's crazy because your mind um, kind of takes over when stuff like that happens, and all I could think about was kick your foot out, kick your foot out, and it it, it was almost like everything was in slow motion, and and I just kind of knew everything was going to be fine. It was really crazy. Um, so yeah, very very thankful, and that it was stuck up over the. So I went down to the left, but it was the right stirrup up over the um, the cantle of the saddle that was stuck. I mean, it was it was. It's pretty scary to watch. Yeah, yeah, absolutely scary to watch. Let, let's talk a little bit about uh, about and you guys have that place out there now. Are are you guys set up for hookups and stuff for RVs, horse trailers, and stuff? Or are you guys doing that yet out there? Yes, sir. We are actually. We um, we have twelve hookups and hoping to put in a couple others. And we've got oh probably seventy five to ninety stalls, depending upon if they're. If we have the middle gate shut or not, we can make them bigger or smaller, just depending upon the availability. Um, at one point between our our side, our property, and then our neighbor Lance's property, there was 147 horses right before Las Vegas there last year. And we, um, I had some great helpers, and we if, we were busy, 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 but I think everybody was super happy, and we got great um, – you know, everybody said great things, and I think they're all coming back. So – we were really lucky. Last year was our first year, and it just took off like wildfire. And we worked really, really hard, and um, hope to do it again this year. Yeah, and you got a, a great arena as well, which uh, is very nice. Yeah, thank you very much. I know when we bought the place, Brandon had um, a lot of ideas and big dreams, and so it was, you know, you don't know if it's all going to work out. I mean, it all sounds really good, but when the people started coming in and everybody was happy and lots of repeat customers, we knew we must've done something right. Yeah, absolutely. So, Hey, um, the other thing is, uh, I, I didn't know this until, you know, I, I'd met you when we were out there, but then I said, now are, you aren't by chance related to the Kings of King ropes and you are. And uh, we talked about it briefly. Yes, sir. You want to give us a, give us a little history on that. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm um, very, very, proud of my heritage. I, my dad's name was Bob King, and he um, is the son of Don King, who actually started King's Outer at King Ropes. Um, Don was married to my grandmother, Dippy, and the two of them together created just a legacy. Um, my grandfather was an artist, and he had um, big hopes and, and dreams of starting a business, and his four boys all wanted to be a part of it. So that's kind of how it grew. Um, but he was the artistic mind, and you know he was a leather leather crafter, and then also invented the left-handed rope. Um, but you know it was his his ideas and, and aspirations and dreams that kind of um, you know along with the four boys that that make the place what it is today. Yeah, which is amazing, and and it's interesting because I've I've been back there to the to the museum and and um, and seen it, and I've I actually worked. Uh, with King Ropes a little bit on a on a oh a uh, team roping thing I, I had for a while called the Dally King and I actually used uh, King Ropes uh, in in that little That's unit. That's right. I, yeah, I told my mom all about it and it was funny because she started telling me the story of when my dad was teaching her how to dally, <laughs> and um, it was when they had 
Yeah, it was when they had uh, a tire had popped on the road somewhere on a way to a roping, and my mom knew nothing about any of that stuff. And she goes, gosh, that would have been great when I was roping. So she thought it was a great idea. I think we need to push that. Yeah. Well, the thing is, with, with is they they just they cost so much to build. It was just almost cost prohibitive by the time you know you tried to sell to the uh, uh, retail. But it is a very it is a very cool deal, and and I liked I liked using the 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 king rope because it went with the dally king, and and uh, um, I. Oh, that's right! How funny. Yeah. So, um, very cool. But the, the other thing too that. Uh, it's been, I mean, huge for a long time. Uh, is is the the king rope hats? They they kind of became famous. Yes. I think I, I think I even saw um, Johnny Depp uh, in a couple different pictures yes. with a, with a couple different uh, king rope hats on. So yes, so there was a time in in my life when I was a little bit younger where I played sports growing up, and then I did um, went to college and I rodeoed a little bit in college and stuff, and, and was on the rodeo team, but. Then my dad passed away, and I kind of went through this where I just need to get away from everything. And so I moved to Florida um, and rode polo horses and was riding polo horses, horses there in Sheridan. And I was amazed when I moved to Florida how many people wore key ropes caps. And I guess, you know, when you live in one town or one state growing up and you are used to it, it was just, you know, hometown. But when you get out and you venture out, I mean, it's still to this day – you know, to go down to Dynamite Arena or go to Las Vegas or wherever you go. And if you see these caps, you almost kind of just shake your head and say, how, how, how and why? You know, I mean, it's anywhere from Johnny Depp to surfers to Garth Brooks to who, whoever, you know, all have these key ropes hats. And it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's very, very cool. Well, it, I think it just symbolizes the, the just the mystique of of uh, Wyoming and, and just uh, right. th- that mystique of, you know, just the, the cowboy and cowboy way of life. And, and it's, you know, everybody wants to be cool and, and, uh, uh wearing, <laughs> yeah. wear, wearing one of those can, can help make, make a person cool. So, uh, yeah, there, I, 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 I dig them. Yeah. Thank you very, very much. My cousin, Ryan actually is, um, partnered with a company there in Sheridan and they're helping them do a website and they they're um, actually trying to make the turnaround faster on those hats because, shoot, big companies order huge bunches of them, and they've tried to work with the same Imperial Hat Company, and there's a couple other ones in there mm-hmm. to make those hats, you know, because that's, that's part of it. People like the fit. Right. So, you know, the older gentlemen, they always go back and buy those hats for that. But anyway, they have a website now called swingaking.com, and um, they're, they're trying to make sure everybody can, can get one when they want them. Oh, very cool. What, what's the name of that website yeah. again? A swingaking.com. Cool. I'll post that in the, in the show notes too. So everybody can, oh, that's awesome. can log on to it. Um, so, Hey, so now you, so you did, you grow up in Wyoming now. Tell us about going and riding polo ponies. I, I, I never, uh, you know, I didn't know that you had done that and, and, and talk about Rex. I mean, you, you had that wreck barrel racing the other day. I mean, the, those polo ponies, aren't, aren't they kind of prone to to wrecks in, in, in that sport or no? You know, it's, it's really amazing. And I guess um, you don't, until you're around polo and athletes that, you know, that's what they do for a living. You don't have 
as much of an appreciation for the horses or the athletes themselves. But it is very, very, very um, high-intensity sport, and the horses have to be on their A game at all times, and so do the riders. And there's, you know, it's, it's, um, I think, you know, it's just like any other sport. There's the very, very best, and then there's on down to, you know, lower levels. But it's really fun that everybody can be involved, and that when you go watch those high goal polo games, I mean, you are in absolute awe of the way that these men and women can turn their bodies and their horses. And I mean, they, they, it's actually like football on horses is what it looks like half the time. Like they're literally in a fight trying to get to the ball. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. And, and, and it's such an intense sport too, that it it usually takes multiple horses to be able to even participate in it. Yes, sir. Yeah. So, when I went to Florida, my friend Jillian Johnson, um, whose family lived in Wyoming, uh, in Tennessee and Florida and whatnot, she helped me get a job down in Florida for a man named Warren Ingram. And his, him and his brother would just fly in for the weekends. And there was a gentleman named Guy and I who were helping take care of his horses. And um, I think in our string we had 12. Then he had a lower string that uh, another gentleman was starting, and they had a string, another string, and then his brother had two or three strings. And so just in our barn itself, there was probably 50, 60 horses, something like that, um, and they were getting rotated at all times. And so I would be lying if I said what number four it is. I want to say he was a four or something like that. But he, even him, had his horses that fit him like a glove, if that makes sense. And then they would, you know, if they were winning the game by a lot, maybe they would throw another horse in there that was younger that needed the experience. But it takes a team, I mean, not just of horses, but of people to get those horses ready for the owners of the horses and um, the trainers. I mean, it, it's a huge deal. And so there's, there's a lot that goes into it. And it's, you know, it was a hard job, but it was um, it was good. It was just life lessons for me. You know, I grew up three days eventing with my mom. Um, that's what she did. And then we did Western. And then so the polo wasn't as hard because I already written a lot of English. But right. um, yeah, it was, it was good. It was, you learned something from every horseman, that's for sure. Yeah, well, t- if you get me out of a, a rope and saddle, I'm, I'm, I'm afraid I'd be pretty much lost. I'm, <laughs> I, I, if, if I tried to get into an English saddle today, I probably would be also. But it is fun. Yeah, very good workout. Yeah, oh, oh yeah, I, I, I can imagine. I can definitely imagine. So hey, so are you um now? Are you still competing? Uh, you know, competitively with uh, in, in barrel racing, or, or, or were you were you were you riding somebody else's horse form in that horse that you had that wreck in, or? I was. That's a really, really good friend of mine. It's her daughter's horse, and I have um, I helped him find that horse, and I've known that horse for quite a few years, and I've ridden him on and off um, the last couple of years, and then before that as well. It's a really, really nice horse, and we were getting ready for the junior NFR qualifier or, uh, this weekend. So I do. I take in... Um, I take in quite a few horses this last winter. I had a lot. I kind of had my plate on overload with horses and with this camp and and everything like that. Um, I used to try to focus mainly on 
still is, but um, I really do enjoy doing tune-ups and then seeing this, and then helping the kids, you know, with mm-hmm. smiles on kids' faces and really helping the kid and the horse grow. And then riding for charity folks for myself and my and my close friends. I have a decent amount of um, clients that constantly come back, and so I will always take those horses in. It's hard because, you know, when you get older, I feel like I'm getting older. <laughs> you don't you don't want to ride horses where you can get hurt, but then you you know you ride a horse you've ridden a million times and you can still get hurt. So it's hard. It, it's hard. Right. But. Right. Yeah. Now, um, the one thing I noticed too, being out at your guys' place and and riding that amazing little horse Romeo too, is uh, you yes. love. You guys seem to love Palominos. It's so, well, my stallion is a Palomino, and so luckily because you know we love Palominos, he throws a lot of Palominos. So we do. We um, he is a fancy boy. He's a sweet boy, and he does throw a lot of, of Palomino. So we have Palomino babies everywhere. Yeah, and now, and also, um, you were telling me too that the little horse Romeo that I rode, um, he's actually won. Uh-huh. They've won quite a bit of money on him at uh, a World Series, I guess, and USTRC. Yes, sir. So that was so. Brandon was um, lucky enough to get that horse. Not last winter, but the winter before. So I guess we've had him for two years. And then we went through a, an abscess deal with him through the winter. And so actually, when Brandon got him, I was never even able to see him ride the horse for months. We just doctored these abscesses. Um, and then he finally started riding him. And I was like, oh, my gosh, that horse fits you absolutely perfect. And so then last summer, Brandon's younger horse that he, he rides a lot, fell down with them. They were at a rodeo and he was already dallied when that horse went to stop. The gate completely turned him sideways. The ground just gave in and that horse tore a muscle in his back. So then Brandon Romeo became number one and he absolutely stepped it up. Brandon wrote behind Ty Blasting Game all summer last year and they won a lot. That horse won a lot. So when Brandon came back through the winter, um, Max Cutler and Cheyenne were um, staying with us last winter and, and helping and they were amazing but max needed a heel horse for the world series finale and tried two or three of brandon and i need him and romeo fit like a glove so he started riding him at a couple of the jackpots down here at rancho rio the open jackpots you know that were so big and tough during that time of vegas and he was placed on him everywhere here he came back high call at dynamite and then took him up there to Vegas and won a lot of money on him. So it was really cool. That horse is just, just amazing. You know, yeah. anybody that wants to win, when they show up at our house, they know they can jump on Romeo because he, he shows up every time. He's a really cool horse. No tie down, just right around the corner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's amazing, too. That he had no tie down on him, and it was just like, I was, I was just along for the ride, basically. And, uh, and it took some hey. t- Took several runs before I felt like, okay, I can swing my rope now and, and I'm not going to fall off. But uh, just amazing, amazing motor on that horse. I just, yeah, I fell in love with him immediately. Well, my favorite, yeah, my favorite was when you looked at me and you're like, man, I just feel like he's going to run the steer over. But as soon as I, you know, we come in there, per- perfect timing, perfect setup, and I throw my rope and he just stops. It's just like a go-kart. And it is. It's, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. 
crazy. Now, hey, are you guys? Now, you guys uh, live out here in Arizona year round. You don't go back to Wyoming at all. I would love to go back to Wyoming. I think that, like I said, when we uh, when we bought this place, it's just it's quite you know it's a lot of work. <laughs> so right. the kids and I actually have been down here for all year um, for two years and haven't really got to go north very much. I would love to go up. Actually, my dad has a memorial rope in uh, put on by Tayos this weekend, and I'm gonna miss it, darn it. But you know, uh, with age you have to sacrifice and stuff so hopefully in the next few years we get everything lined out to where i could have have some help but there's just too much down here to do um and too much to take north if we even wanted to so brandon rodeos over the summer he's actually gone right now he's up he would up. they just were up at weather for texas last night and did really well i think they're up at d5 tonight so yeah so he's gone up north a little rascal but the kids and i are here so yeah, now did you go? Did you go back to the Bob Feist too? I did. I that is. I did. I got to take a little vacation. I took um, five days and went back and watched Brandon at the Feist. That was really fun. Yeah, and didn't they, they didn't they want to go around there too? They did. Yep, yeah. they want to go around. Yep, they won the third go around. Yeah, so he was roping with Brooks Dehosey, which is who he's roping with this this summer. And yeah, they were lucky enough to win the third go around. It was a beautiful run. Yeah, very cool. Very cool. So then, um, now you, you, I, I met uh, your one daughter, um, Brooklyn, but I think your other daughter was she was back in Wyoming at a branding. And they're, and That's they're, right. They're they're both really involved with the with the horses and in roping and barrel racing. Yes, I'm very 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 lucky with my two girls. They are my lifeline for sure. So they work hard and they're. You know, great work ethic. They ride beautifully. They want to work at it, and um, they help me every single day. Yep, we have a, a lot to do, and a lot of it is work. So it seems, I mean, I try to make it as fun as we can, and we do, you know, individual lessons and try to keep everything as positive as we can. But it's a lot of work, and they are amazing. Very, very thankful for them. And 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 they go to school where right? They go to school out here in 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 Wickenburg, or do they do homeschool? Well, um, so Brooklyn was going to Wickenburg um, Elementary School last year, but we just through some really really good friends were able to get her into the Congress school. So that's you know ten people per classroom, and they just say it's absolutely amazing. And she loved Wickenburg, but. We're a little bit closer to Congress, and I'm excited for her to be in small classrooms. And then uh, Madison's dad and I have been talking about letting her start uh, high school here in Wickenburg and do her four years of high school down here. So she has a chance to kind of really ride all winter long and, and to try to get some good credentials uh, put together as far as high school radio goes to get ready for college. I cannot believe we're already looking into that. But, you know, that's that's the goal and that's a big goal for her to be able to call it rodeo. So, so we're going to start putting it together. Very cool. So when, when do you guys start, uh, uh, taking in, um, guests at your place? Uh, I mean, do you have, do you have any people that, that stay there over the summer or mostly just winter? Uh, so really good friends of ours just, uh, just ended up leaving. And so that was kind of our last guest. Um, in the summer and then 
we will start taking in people. Uh, we've already, you know, had some people contest us, contact us about coming in October. So I think October is when everything kind of starts to, to cool off down here and kind of, mm-hmm. you know, shape the way for the winter. So we're really, really excited. Um, I've actually been playing with things in my, in my, you know, in my mind, I guess, as far as even how to make this year better and greater and bigger and, um, you know, what we should do. So I would absolutely love people's comments as to what they would like to see as far as changes for the, the camp this winter. I'm thinking maybe just to do some little round robin, low number jackpots for, I mean, we had a, some really awesome people that would come down, you know, almost daily and and practice and bring their horses. And so for those people, I think it would be really fun for them to do like a little round robin buckle series or something, you know, yeah. because everybody doesn't want to go to the big, big ropings and sit there all day. And I just think kind of fun stuff like that, give away some buckles or, you know, something just a incentive for them coming down and, and supporting us. We really, really appreciate it. We had a lot of fun. Yeah, that'd be great. Now, do you guys, do you guys don't yeah. have a website or anything set up, do you? You know, we have a Facebook, uh, Wickenburg Winter Cowboy Camp on Facebook. Oh, it and is? Then, okay. Um, it is, yep. So we ha- we do have that, and then working on a website. So that's going to be, you know, the next hump to get over is get that website finished. Um, luckily, Arizona, you know, they have the what they call the, the Bible or whatever, that Arizona jackpot. We got mm-hmm. a lot of business out of um, – uh, we put ads in that every every month this last winter and plan to do that again. That really helped us a lot. There was a um, a little, oh, I can't remember. They called themselves the World Series of Breakaway right. Goat Tying Barrel Racing. Yep. And so we put on a couple of those events this last winter. That was fun. Um, you know, I've talked to some good friends of mine that put on barrel races and, and breakaway jack, jackpots, and I wouldn't be opposed to putting on some more of those. So we're, you know, we're trying to venture out and, and get a little bit bigger. You know, I mean, we're kind of a small organization, I guess you want to put it, um, so we can't get too big, but just, just fun stuff, you know, keeps us busy all winter, and we're really lucky to be where we're at. I feel like we've got a really good location. So it's easy for people to find. It's easy, you know, a lot of people would go to a roping and their horse wouldn't score good. So they decided they need to come to practice or maybe they needed to run a few steers before a big roping. And so we kind of just were right off the beaten path. It works really well. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, that uh, yeah. that Arizona jackpot, when that thing comes out during the season, it's like you, you flip to the back page on that, on that deal. And, I mean, you can rope eight days a week down here in Arizona – you know, eight, nine, amazing? ten uh, ropings a day. Yeah. <laughs> it is amazing. I know. And it's, it, you know, Arizona is, Brandon always told me, you won't believe this place till you're here. You won't believe it till you're here. And it is, it's incredible. I mean, I guess the funnest part for me was to see, to be down there for that practice every day at our house. And the people come in waves. Mm-hmm. And I guess you don't probably realize that, but. You know, you'll start asking people, you know, you'll start small conversation. Well, where are you from? Well, I'm from Montana. Well, for some reason, everybody for two weeks at our house is from Montana. And then, <laughs> you know, and then the next two weeks, it'll be Idaho. And the next two weeks, it's Canada. And it's, I mean, it's the craziest thing. It's like they don't know each other, but they all come at the same time. It's really, really funny. 
That's great. Super yeah, cool. It is. It's really fun. Yep. So, um, so, so we actually, we met out of your place on a photo shoot and I, 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 I can't remember if we talked about it before, but um, I've been wanting to, and it's, it's, I know it's hot now, but pin you down and come out and, and, and do another photo shoot with the, with the, our brand, with the modern cowboy brand. So we'll have to, we'll have to put yes. you in there. Absolutely. A hundred percent. We're in. Yep. We are absolutely in. We would love to do it. Very cool. Hey, so um, I always ask everybody, do you have a, a favorite uh, uh, cowboy hat brand? Um, you know what? I am don't really love cowboy hats, <laughs> but I should promise. <laughs> they always seem to fall off my head. Dang it! I have to wear a felt. Um, I have poofy curly hair, and so as much as I pull those things down, they pop back up. So for me, I have to wear felt. And I've you know I've tried a few different ones. I guess I would have to say probably American. I was very very lucky to meet. Um, Keith before he passed away and he was very good friends with my dad and so I guess that's the coolest thing about this whole rodeo community is people are really wonderful and coming up and telling me awesome stories about my dad so Keith and my dad were very good friends and so I'm gonna have to go with American <laughs> well that's cool and and you were wearing you were wearing a felt when we were roping out there and it never it never came off so that one must have been I know. Good. I know. Yeah. <laughs> well, I had to squish it down. Very cool. And then um, how about uh, how about boots? You got a favorite brand of boots? So, well, my very, very, very favorite are, and I'm not even going to remember the name right now, but they are Riosa Mercedes. Those are my very most favorite. I My dad always wore them, and... Like I said, growing up in high school, even being in Wyoming, I didn't wear or even own a pair of Western pants for all of my high school career. <laughs> I um I played sports, and so I didn't <laughs> I didn't even own Western pants. But I um my dad always wore Rios or Mercedes, and I always thought they you know they just looked like big clunky boots. Well, I was lucky enough to find some a few years ago and I put my foot into it and it felt like oh I don't even know it felt like silk or gold or something and so I was like man this is why he likes these things so I would have to say Mercedes. yeah that happens to be one of my my favorite uh, brands as well and, and how about yeah. how about cowboy movies you got a favorite western movie oh definitely probably eight seconds I still cry both my kids cry when they watch that that movie brandon loves that movie we all <laughs> we all all have to watch that one that's a great one yeah i think that thing played a couple thousand times uh while my boys were growing up throughout the house i don't know how many yes. we started out on vhs's i don't know how many of those we wore out but great. right that's, that's yeah. great story yeah absolutely so hey yeah so we'll have to uh, we'll definitely have to um, set up uh, a time and, and do another photo shoot and we'll have to we'll have to head out to the our our amazing restaurant there in uh, in Congress as well where we had dinner with with Chris and and Cliff uh, at um, it, uh, Nichols West. Yeah, it is a date absolutely. That was such a fun day. Photo shoot first and then and then we ended up at Nichols West. Yes, it's a date. Very very fun. Thank you so much.
we'll, we'll have to get that set up uh, for that for that photo shoot, and I'll probably just roll in, just uh, bring only my rope again. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> well, we got you covered. That sounds really, really good. And I got a shirt for Stephanie and whatever we need. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. She, she had to borrow a shirt for. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we did really, great. really good. We improvise, improvise perfectly. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. All right, Aaron. Well, hey, thanks again, hon, and then we'll we'll be in touch. That sounds great. Thanks, Sam. Hey, don't forget to check out the sponsor of the podcast, The Cow Lot, at thecowlot.com. They are all about service, quality, honesty, and integrity, the Western way of life, how you wear it, and how we preserve it. Be sure and check them out and tell them Dan at the Modern Cowboy Podcast sent you. Where are you cowboys and cowgirls at? Up the trailer, saddle up old rock and ice down a cooler. I drive that old back road until it ends at the rope and pin. We got them rusted out pickups and fancy rigs, twenty thousand dollar horses. Then there's my old stick. Although we're all the same, the minute we ride in. To the rope and Philosophize most of life's problems. Yeah, we're gonna solve them down at the roping pen. Yeah, we don't do it for the money. You were always broke. Just ask Clint what he paid a rope. He's lost a dozen wives Half the fingers on his hands To the rope and pin And it takes a little skill And a little luck If you can talk smack If you can back it up Oh, but we're all friends No matter who wins Down at the rope and pin Tell a few more lies Drink another beer And hypothesize Most of life's problems By God we're gonna solve Down at the Roman Pen We'll see y'all again Next weekend Down at the Roman Pen